found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Tuesday. This is the seventh day of the month of February. Cloudy and very mild. Very mild out there. Yes, Matthew. indeed. Temperature did move up overnight like projected. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Good to see you. Good to see you. And um, it was kind of a long night for me. Oh, yeah? My uh, Aunt Thelma. Thelma, yeah, I remember her. Now, oh, where did she live? She, call um, her Moo Moo. Aunt Moo Moo, yeah. yeah she That's right. Lives in Walla Walla. Mm. Got a call from her. Had to see me lickety-split. She paid for the flight. <laughs> well, that was nice. You know, yeah. So I went out there, visited her. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just uh, everything went went well. So what did you do while you were out there? Well, you know, I stopped by a, a gas station, decided to, to buy a Powerball. You know, I hadn't done it. You know, I thought, you know, I got some time. Sure. Well, what's this? What? <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 what? I don't know that it was sold in Walla Walla, but uh, <laughs> there was a, a winner sold in the state of Washington oh, for gosh. Powerball. Got all six numbers. Powerball jackpot was at seven hundred fifty-four point six million, fifth largest in Powerball history, ninth largest in U.S. lottery prize history. Hmm. That jackpot was growing ever since last one, November nineteenth. Wow. Well, the grand prize will net the winner seven hundred forty-seven million if they choose the annuity. That'd be paid out gradually over twenty-nine years. Most popular option, cash. Hmm. That'd give the winner $407.2 million before the federal and state taxes are taken out. Winning numbers really look no different than they ever have. 5, 11, 22, 23, 69, and the Powerball 7. Power play was two times. Okay. So it's finally over. Thank goodness. <laughs> oh, gee. Went on forever. It did. <laughs> it really did. That's... Uh, so somebody's a happy camper, at least temporarily, because their life will change drastically. They may wish they had not. Assuming they even know. Ever. Yeah. Assuming they even know they have it. What would you do if you found out? Like this morning, I just read those. Oh, you hit it. What would you do? <laughs> what would I do? Um, would you walk out? <clears throat> would you just leave? I'm not sure I'd walk out. I'm not sure I'd be like, <laughs> you know. All right. right. See you, suckers. <laughs> I probably would. Okay. It's, uh, <laughs> but, you know, would you get the yips? Would you be worried? I, how could you not? What would you do immediately with that ticket? Because you would, I would sign it. Sign it yeah. I would sign it and then keep it next to the kitchen stove. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Wad it up. Right there by the burner. <laughs> That's a good safe place. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll put it with all the receipts that are in my truck. You know, just. <laughs> You'll find it later. <laughs> It'd just be scary <sighs> to know that you've got it. There's a, I don't know. I'd just be so antsy. I don't know. Because, like, I mean, think think about it. Like, your your life has changed. Yeah. 
your kid's life is yeah. changed. Yeah. Their kids' lives are changed. Yeah. You know? You're a multi-million. In a, in a split second, it is completely upended. <laughs> It'd be very, very strange. Yeah, for sure. Something I don't think I'll ever really have to worry about because I'm never buying the tickets to begin with. Got to play to win. You got to play to win. True. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it would be... <sighs> I, I kind of feel like it, on one on one hand it would be like you know easy to spend that money yeah but on the other hand think about when you were a kid and you were given money to go to the store you get here's five dollars little deal go get whatever and suddenly it's like it becomes very hard to know how to spend that five dollars you know Hell. is so, that how you would be I mean so imagine that that uh, you you've got four hundred million in your wallet right <laughs> right. <laughs> just carry around because you're rich now would you carry around thousands of dollars of course you would (laughs) (laughs) like these wallets that people report stolen or lost or Mm -hmm. found there was four thousand dollars in this wallet who carries that who does that you know i'm lucky to have 10 bucks right you know (laughs) how you got that much dough in your wallet yeah twelve dollars carrying around four grand how does that work wouldn't it be uncomfortable (laughs) Well, you get. Let's say they're hundreds, okay? <laughs> Your wallet's not gonna fit. No. <laughs> I know <Plus>, that. <laughs> you've seen my wallet, right? right? I mean, yeah. My wallet's just like tiny you're, little. You're a clip. You know, a little, kind of a, it's it's you know. a tiny little thing. You couldn't carry that much. I couldn't carry it. that. It'd just be barely carry the twelve dollars I have. <laughs> It'd just be one big budge. Yeah. Or maybe you just. Uh, Wrap it up in a rubber band. I've seen those guys. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. pull it out. <laughs> now, come on. <laughs> just, uh, who carries that? We have, a, um, we have an off-air story about a dude that came in to buy some advertising that did that. Pulled out the... Just whipped out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't get it. Was it was years and years you know, ago. But. I just... Um, I've never had that much money just to carry. Someone does. <laughs> and it's not difficult to carry a grand. No. No. Because, you know, I've had that shoved in my wallet briefly at the casino. <laughs> okay? It, was, it doesn't stay in there long. But it's been in there. Right. Yeah. You know, there are hundreds. Yeah. It's not that big of you. Ten. There you are. Pull that out. Nice and crisp. <laughs> Shove it in the machine. <laughs> Uh, walk away, Dale. Walk, walk away, man. Walk away. <laughs> Next thing Go you know, home. you've got nothing. Go home. You walk away. <laughs> oh, Matt. Now, the uh, we talked about the balloon, the big balloon. The big Chinese yeah. fly balloon. Traveled through U.S. airspace before it was shot down over the weekend. Yeah. They said it's roughly 200 feet tall. Good Lord. Weighed thousands of pounds. And they say it may have carried explosives meant for self-destruction. Because I always wondered, yeah, wouldn't you just make them blow up or something? Mm-hmm. You know, they're no good anymore. The uh, U.S. Air Force F-22 fighter jet shot down the balloon off the South Carolina coast on Saturday. After uh, it first entered U.S. airspace days before, 
The military advised President Biden against shooting it down over land, citing safety, as you made mention, <laughs> over <laughs> the very heavily populated area. Of Wyoming and Montana. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Asked about the potential hazards if the balloon had been shot down over land, the uh, Air Force General, Glenn Van Herk, said the device had glass off of its solar panels, potentially hazardous material, like material that's required for batteries to operate, and even the potential for explosives to detonate and destroy the balloon that could have been present, he says. He stopped short of confirming that the balloon was, in fact, carrying explosives. He said, anytime you down something like this, we make an assumption that that potential exists. You know, you're an army general. You gotta, you know, <laughs> Mr. President. <laughs> and then the next, the next story, like I told you yesterday, the general says NORAD missed previous Chinese spy balloons. Now, how do you do that? How do you miss them? Are there? <laughs> so okay, they're. I mean, they're, they're, okay, so it sounds gigantic to us, right? Yeah. But it's a pretty thin material, so it's not like it has a big... It's not like it's a 200-foot, you know, jetliner up there. It's a super thin material that yeah. just sort of... You know, I, I'm not sure that if you're not looking for it, you would see it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, evidently, uh, he said that a Chinese spy balloon that entered U.S. airspace January 28th was uh, more than 200 foot tall, as we reported. Mm -hmm. But there have been others that uh, evidently have entered our airspace as well. They uh, cited uh, during the Trump administration, when asked during a press briefing whether NORTHCOM was involved in tracking previous spy balloons that flew into U.S. airspace, during the Biden-Trump administrations, Van Herc responded, so those balloons, so every day, as a NORAD commander, it's my responsibility to detect threats to North America. I'll tell you that we did not detect those threats, and that's a domain awareness gap that we have to figure out, but I don't want to go into further detail. <laughs> so they've been here. Have ours been to, you know, surely. Of course, it creates a ruckus with China. What they shoot it down? It's just a weather balloon. <laughs> You'll pay for this. Yeah. <sighs> so keep your eye to the sky. Yeah, I guess so. Perhaps we'll get to see some. How high was that when they first saw it? So it was it was above where commercial flights okay. go. So they fly at what thirty five thousand. So it was above that. It's well up there. Yeah. Probably not easily. I wouldn't think you could see it without your eye. Could I you? wouldn't think so. That'd be a little different if it's down, you know, mm -hmm. thousand or two thousand feet, hovering around. Right. You hear the shutter bug on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Pictures of cattle. <laughs> what yeah. what kind of seeds can we send in the mail? Mm, you know, yes. Like an, yes. <laughs> it's six thirty three. Maybe they were checking on their crop from the from a few years ago. Maybe that's what if was. the weeds have taken. <laughs> We'll uh, squeeze in a break when we come back. You had to think this was probably coming someday when you 
have movies, movie theaters, yeah, that they'll start seating you and charge more for this seat or that. Oh, that's what they're looking at doing. Right on. We'll talk about that and more when we come back. This is tidbits. <laughs> Well, according to this information, AMC movie theaters are bringing in stadium-style pricing. Hmm. Under their sightline at AMC program launching in selected cities, best seats will cost more and the worst seats will cost less. The average seats kept at the normal price, it says. Front row seats or value sightline seats will be the lowest because your neck's stretched out and you're trying to watch. You're right up front. So you won't pay so much for that. So they're going to enforce this? All you're doing is creating fisticuffs. I mean, really, are, you, are they going to enforce this? How do you? You know? I mean, you know, you, I don't know. It's just more. That's that's part of the game, isn't it? That if you're going to a movie, you want the best seat, then you get there on yeah. time. And, you know. And then there's somebody in your seat. Uh, Middle of the theater will be higher priced. That's called preferred sightline seats. Mm. So you're right there in the middle where everybody wants to be. Yes. I just don't like people around me. I don't care where I am. Put me on the far side. <laughs> I don't want to be around you. I don't want to hear you yik yak. I don't want to hear you cough. Okay. It's just, everybody on earth's got a cold in there. Yes. It's, AMC says members of their Stubbs loyalty program will be able to reserve preferred sightline seats at no extra cost. Mm. Stubbs members will also be the only customers eligible to buy the cheapest tickets. AMC says the program will be launched at locations where people get along so well. New York, <laughs> Chicago, <laughs> Philadelphia, and Kansas City no. before expanding to the rest of the country by the end of the year. Wow. Do you like that idea? I don't. I just don't like that. I just, that's my thing is, because I mean, I'll be very transparent here. We used to, we used to be subs members. Okay. We used to pay for All it because right, we, right. that was one of our things we like to do with the kids. We like to go watch movies. We were in Kokomo a whole lot more back then because yeah. um, there's an AMC theater in Kokomo. Okay. And uh, we were, we were members of that. So my thing is if I'm paying extra to be a member of, of Stubbs and get preferred seating are they going to police that so that when you come in and you're not you're like yeah i'll pay for the front row and then you're sitting where you know what i mean i just how is that right like how are they going to police that i see more problems than anything you know because when you go to a stadium they have people there they have ushers they have people that are like this is where you sit yeah you can't go to this section because you don't have a ticket are they going to do that i don't know buddy it just seems like a lot of problem. Uh, yeah. Aren't you getting enough already for a ticket? Aren't you getting enough already for your concessions? Right. I mean, you know, you get a large popcorn and a, a couple of colas, it's like buying dinner, you know, at a middle-level restaurant. So I've, I've, heard of it, I've heard it explained, and it, it kind of made sense, and I'm, I'm going to botch this up, okay? <laughs> okay. But when you put it in terms of you're watching a, in a lot of cases, 
a movie that costs over $100 million to make. Yeah, yeah. And you're watching it on an $80,000 projector. Yeah, yeah. On a $150,000 sound system. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. The 14 bucks, whatever you call, you pay to get in, doesn't seem like it's that bad. Okay. Well, you know me now. I'm a senior. <laughs> Want my senior discount. <laughs> Pull that all the time. Right. Well, the Super Bowl's this Sunday. Yes. Are we allowed to say that, or Are do we? we have to say the big game? The um, big game. I think we're talking, we're not pushing a product, okay. are we? No. Are you going to try and sell something? No, I'm just going to say enjoy, what's a- Enjoy the game with the DNM. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just going to plug what they've got Okay. at the game. Oh, geez, I'm on my cord. Oh, it's all wound up, Matt. Are you okay? No. <laughs> no, I can't. I gotta sit like this. No. <clears throat> All right. So, <laughs> do you need to take care of that? Well, can I? Yeah. Okay. All right. Because right. right. it's <laughs> so he has headphones that have roughly forty nine feet of cable, <laughs> and they're getting wrapped up in his chair. Oh jeez. Oh, oh. I better watch my language. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's right there. See, it gets in the wheel. Yeah. How's that happen? There. Because you have 49 feet of cable. All right. Got it. <laughs> okay. Ah, jeez. Are you happy now? Well, I feel better, and I don't have to crimp my neck to talk. I was stuck. <laughs> Fox said that uh, in-game ads for Super Bowl 57 have all been sold, so wow. they're sold out. A few ads went for more than $7 million for 30 seconds. Most sold for between $6 million and $7 million. Anheuser-Busch remains the biggest advertiser. you got to say it like that. Yes. Boosh. Boosh. With three minutes of national airtime, there are zero ads for crypto this year. You won't see any. Why? Because they're, they're crooked. <laughs> but I, I don't get it. Why? <laughs> it's lucky we never figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. Big categories include Doritos and M&M's, movie studios, streaming services, automakers, and tech companies. So the same as every year. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much the same. Remember years ago when you had the, uh, everybody was buying the dot-com stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It was just, uh, you know, everything was based on paper, basic. You really had no net worth when you were buying these things. It was just kind of like crypto. It was sure. kind of crooked. Right. And then everybody, the bottom fell out. Yeah. Those disappeared very quickly. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, here we go. Florida has more jobs now than New York for the first time in 40 years. Wow. The Bureau of Labor Stats says Florida had over 9,578,000 confirmed jobs at the end of last year, ahead of New York with just over 9,576,000. That's uh, last year alone, more than 64,000 New Yorkers left for Florida. Really? Yeah. Wow. You just, ah, I've had enough. How do you do that? And what? How do you base that? Do you just pick up and go and you have nothing? I mean, certainly you're... you're do you? You're finding something in Florida, right? Are you? I mean, <laughs> I can't take I'm going to Florida. <laughs> you know, you just move? I got 600 bucks in my wallet. Look how much it budges. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. It hurts to sit, but I, I got 600 bucks in my wallet. All right, now this is for air travel. 
The odds of dying in a plane crash are about 1 in 11 million. So you have better odds of that than winning the lottery. Okay? But the chances of surviving depend on your seating choice. Okay. An aviation expert says there is a 44% fatality rate for travelers sitting in the aisle seats in the middle of the aircraft, compared with 28% for central rear seats. As for why the middle seats are safer than the window or aisle, it's because of the buffer provided by having people on either (laughs) side. You're surrounded by human shields, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) Travelers unable to secure the safest seats may have better luck surviving in the middle and window seats of the middle part of the plane, it says. Have you really thought about that? Can I... I'm just going to throw this out there. Okay, all right. You have a plane that's going down. Yeah. Do you want to survive it? I mean, I, I mean, imagine <laughs> the rest of your life you're living with a horror of surviving a plane crash. I don't think I'd survive before impact. I'd be so terrorized. Oh, yeah. Like, you yeah. know, I just, uh, I don't know. It just looks like the worst. You know? Oh, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Just the worst. The chances of dying in an aircraft accident have less to do with where you sit and more with the circumstances surrounding the crash. Sure. The expert explained that in 1989, United Flight 323 crashed in Sioux City, Iowa. 184 of the 269 passengers survived, Hmm. most of who were sitting behind first class near the front of the plane. 35-year-long investigation found seats in the back third of the aircraft had a 32% fatality rate compared with 39% in the middle and 38% in the front. Wow. I mean, your odds still aren't fantastic. No. Crash survivors sitting near an emergency exit, as you pay attention before the flight departs, you're following along, have a faster route out of the plane, making it more likely they'll walk away. So pay attention when you're getting that information as to where all this stuff is. Mm. Researchers found that a seat up to five rows from an exit offers a better than even chance of escaping if there's a fire. However, when seated six or more rows from an exit, the chances of perishing far outweigh those of surviving. I just I hope to never, ever go through no, that. No kidding, man. Ugh, no kidding. I just, uh, that's not something... I'd ever want to uh, to experience. And uh, finally, Tom Brady just retired. He'll take a year off before he starts work for Fox. He's going to have a little time off. Oh, is he? Last year, he agreed to a 10-year, $375 million contract with Fox. What if he isn't any good? <laughs> okay? He may not be any good. I mean, how do you know he's going to be any good? He'll be fine, right? Will he? I mean, you know, it's just... Anyway, that's a... I'd say that's a nice retirement fund. Well... Ten years. Yesterday, we had the story that you can... You can rent his former uh, Florida home (laughs) for the low price of $60,000 a month. Hey, that's not bad. The waterfront home on Davis Island is... 6,551 square feet, has six bedrooms, six and a half bathrooms, has a pool, wine cellar, an elevator, four-car garage, and private dock and boat lift. Wow. I'd like that. 
Private Republic Records show the home has been on the market for a few years and is often used as a high-end rental. Six bathrooms. <laughs> There's a, so every bedroom basically has their own bath, evidently. Yeah, they're a little so, sweet. That wouldn't be bad. I'd like that boat. You know, you just go down, probably get right on the boat, and boom, mm-hmm. you're yep. out. Yep. That's what I want to do out there at the at the stone quarry, building my <laughs> stick home. <laughs> In the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> Just take off. Yep. Yeah. Make it happen. So there you go, Matt. Some tidbits on this Tuesday. Okay. So I'll um, do it again tomorrow with you, I guess. Sounds good. All right. See you. See ya. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.